Did you guys take the survey for the Whitman mascot? You mean the blues? Sure. Yeah, yeah. and notice how one of the options was the the Alapalooza. Yeah. Wait, it was the Appaloosa or the Alapalooza? One of those. Yeah, it was Appaloosa. Okay, like the horse. (laughs) Okay. Why? Why do you? Did you hate that one or did you love that one? I hated it. Why? Well, at what point in your time in Walla Walla did anyone ever see an Appaloosa? Is a question I have. It yeah, was where because did... it was the kind of statue, the kind of horse that horse statue was. Oh wait, you mean the Butterworth? The Butterfield, the, the sticks one, yeah, or Butterfield? I or wish whatever, it was like, Mrs. Mrs. Butterworth. Butterworth. <laughs> okay, honestly, a really a super political Mrs. Butterworth statue on campus would have been fucking incredible. That would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> be amazing. Made out of driftwood. <laughs> <laughs> In all yeah. of my feedback, I just kept writing, don't overthink it. I don't think they listen to me. <laughs> oh, man. That's really good advice. <laughs> Some bleary-eyed committee members like, oh, she's really speaking to me. <laughs> Come on, Greg. <laughs> Keep uh, it simple, stupid. <laughs> all right, we should get started with the show. Colleen, we made you watch Martha and Snoop's Potluck Dinner Party. A little yeah. show about two people with criminal records hanging out and cooking. Uh, we start and end every, We start and end every show by saying <laughs> at least one nice thing about the topic. We call it the compliment sandwich. What is your major compliment for this potluck dinner party? I would say my major compliment was how excited the the premise of this show made me. Like, I I watched a YouTube clip of Snoop Dogg on Martha's show, and it was awesome. I Making was like, this is going to be great. Uh, yes, they made mashed potatoes. Um, it was very focused on the cooking in that YouTube clip. I was led to believe this show would be wonderful. So that's my compliment. Oh, wow. Foreboding music here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, classic for the show is we don't usually discuss how we feel about it, the thing before we start. And sometimes there are surprises. Yeah. Foreshadowing. 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 Uh, <laughs> awesome. All right. Picture of a waterfall. Tanya, what's your major compliment? Um, I guess it's mostly for like <laughs> Wiz Khalifa mm. <laughs> and his like general deal. I just don't know if he eats <laughs> breakfast or not. That's my hard thing with him. Yeah, <laughs> he did not go yay or nay on breakfast. But yeah. there's just something about his whole vibe that I was I was so into. Like his just his his like conversational like I'm just wearing most of a shirt. But who even cares? <laughs> And he was the sunglasses too. I yeah, oh, yeah the, sunglasses. the sunglasses. Tiny sunglasses. Yeah. Also, this whole show just made me feel like I was in middle school. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> Which was like kind of for Why? like I just there was just something about like nobody was really like paying attention or listening, and like there was like maybe like one person who was like trying to like drive like the some group sort of project, the group project, <laughs> the like educational aspect of anything forward. And but then even they be were Seth like Rogan driving the show. <laughs> <You're forward>. Right. <laughs> well, he's Canadian. He's just so nice. But also, like I don't know, there there was a there were some things that were working, and there were some things that weren't working. And that was that was like that's kind of the way I would. Also, Martha yeah, that's and the way I would Snoop are pretty nineties, early nineties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that's true. Um, yeah, and I had a lot of like TV development thoughts too, but we won't get into those now. Oh, we can get into it later. Although this is a little more. Wow. All right, Chris, let's find out <laughs> from your comment how you're feeling. Uh, with, what's, what do you think is great about the show? 
Uh, drunk Martha is my favorite part about this show. She's wonderful. After a couple drinks, she starts loosening up and telling everybody her secret theories about how if you get hit by lightning, it makes you stronger. It makes you so much stronger. Oh, God. Prison that was my all-time favorite yeah, part Yeah, prison doesn't... Show. I'll tell you what makes you stronger. Getting hit by lightning three times. Because I'm f- Martha fucking Stewart. <laughs> Martha Once fucking Stewart. And even God house? wants a piece of this. <laughs> <laughs> just God and Rick Ross trying to get up uh, in Martha Oh, God. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah. and then she's just like uh, after like a and she makes some strong drinks, man. Yeah, well, Ooh. she did make. Yeah, she was. They were making. Uh, <laughs> it was the perfect martini in a shaker yeah. that's three and a half feet tall. Yeah, the size of the Stanley Cup, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I also love that her martini recipe is like a bottle of vodka to like a whisper of vermouth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like all right. It At this point, you're hard. drinking cold vodka. The perfect just martini, saying. yeah, is slightly icy vodka. Mm. Uh, my major compliment is for Seth Rogen, who I am not normally a huge fan of, and his laugh is, is a little annoying, but he really did hold down that first episode of the show and had a couple real zingers. Uh, my favorite one, they're making fried chicken, and Martha was going to bathe hers in um, buttermilk and spices and things, and Seth just looks over and goes, I would drink that sludge. Yeah. I liked that. I yes. liked that a lot. He, got he me, was like, really the audience surrogate for that yeah, whole episode. <laughs> and also, a couple times he was just like, this is a weird thing we're doing, you guys. Look at yeah. this yeah. collection of people on stage. What's going on? <laughs> Why am I yeah. the only one not wearing a necklace? Yeah. And then he was wearing a necklace. And by the end of the episode, it really looked like it was at home on him. <laughs> like, it took a while. And so, then suddenly I was like, Seth Rogen, wear more necklaces. Seth Rogen Do it. was the only person not wearing bling. Uh, and so Wiz Khalifa, who had extra bling, <laughs> gave one yeah. of his, bling to spare his on gold his bare chest. chains. And yeah, it did look like it became comfortable living on Seth. Yeah. And did we feel like Seth was laughing and like giggling in the corner the whole time because he was super high or because he's one of those people that just like laughs when they're like really, really uncomfortable? Yes, that. Column A and column yeah, it could B. could be a little yeah. both, but definitely, definitely mostly B. B. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good morning, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We're a good podcast about whatever we feel like it, especially bad books and movies and TV, though. I'm your host, Alex Falcone, on Twitter at Alex underscore Falcone. Joining me, as always, from his haven in Brooklyn, he's at C. Walter Smith on Twitter. It's Mr. Chris Smith. Bon appetizzle, Alex. Is that the motto of the show? It seems like it would be. just put it on screen sometimes. They did put it on screen a couple times. Yeah. Good. 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 Uh, <laughs> well, so there was definitely like there were writers for the show because they a lot of the time stupid Martha had to look you know down the barrel of the camera and awkwardly read <laughs> yes. something. Yeah, and some of them were kind of fun. So I I wonder who that team is. They seem like neat people. <laughs> Here's a fact about lobsters that I Snoop Dogg just came up with. It was very fun. Uh, Call them sea roaches. <laughs> Sea roaches, yeah. Also joining us, uh, she's at the Tanya Best on Twitter, also in Brooklyn. It's Tanya Smith. I am the studio audience. Why am I here? <laughs> yeah. They seemed the most confused. Yeah. They got a free drink out of it. They did. Yeah. And, and, and Anderson Pack. Probably half an hour earlier, they were just walking through the streets of Universal Studios when someone <laughs> accosted them, dragged I them mean, inside. 
There's definitely, uh, uh, yeah, there's there's some, there is a small part of me that wishes that this were more like a Bob Ross show and less like a, like a Price is Right situation. Because <laughs> like, I sort of enjoy the idea of like a quiet, closed set where they're just dealing with each other. It was especially because the end is them having like, having a dinner party and the guests are just like, they're like eating dinner and the guests are just sitting at tables an awkward distance away. Like yeah, watching yeah. them eat lobster. They're all well, and I thought the guests are eating too. Oh, did they Were get? They? I never saw. The, no. no, no. Oh, I guess not for that. Or they had drinks, for, but I don't. They think have drinks, they got but food. they don't get food. Mm-hmm. Wow, maybe that's weird. they were eating fried chicken. They oh, they were? I thought they were oh. eating fried chicken, but that was also supposed to be a competition. Yeah, but, but in the second one, they had like I noticed like a couple people had food on their plates, and like one person had a little bit, and the other person had none, and I was like, some people are like trying to not eat on camera and other people are like this is the only good part about this show (laughs) (laughs) i mean they were herded around they've spent you know four hours waiting for filming to start i mean it being a guest or being an audience member on a show like that is probably terribly unfun so if you get fried chicken they make it a little better i guess but yeah maybe. maybe i don't know also joining us this week you guys we have a very special guest we almost had a straight smith uh, panel but then she got rid of that but we're still very happy to have her back. Please welcome Colleen. Hey, I've been trying to think of a cool way to say hi, but I'm still working on, on my lingo. <laughs> you mean your vernacular? Oh, there we go. <laughs> Deep cut. I don't know your Da-da-da. cool words, Chris. Yeah. Well, did you know that Snoop Dogg was a calculus genius? That's how he knows words like vernacular. <laughs> I did pick up on that. Um, I was telling Megan that he's a, a you know, because he's apparently a genius, and... Uh, he was really good at calculus. She's like, yeah, you do need a lot of skills to be able to, you know, rhyme really quickly, which is a good point, but also not a math skill. No, it's but, more of a verbal I mean, skill, but it's just how your brain works. Well, I you mean, need to chem- know, like, how quickly to say the words so you know how many words you can fit in per minute. Oh, that's true. He's got to do a lot of subdividing yeah. beats. Yeah, he takes the integral of the beats <laughs> and then he... No, but he did say it was his best subject, not that he was stellar at it. No, it's just, true. it's that's relative. Although, so he could have, like... Yeah. Why right. do we have to assume he wasn't any good at school? No, I'm not making that assumption. Well, there I'm just was saying. that one cut where it looked like Martha was racist, where she was like, I think yeah. he dropped out of school. And it no, really, I, I, that was Ice Cube. It was, oh, it was <laughs> Ice Cube, right? It was the Cube. Yeah, that was Ice Cube. That wasn't Snoop. Yeah. She thought Snoop was good at calculus. That's true. Yeah. She was. She was. She believed. But the, it was weird how the like the pre uh, coming up uh, made Martha look like a much worse person than she is. Like that was a weird cut where it was. It just looked like she just looked at Ice Cube and for no reason during dinner said, "I think you dropped out of school," and then it turned out they were playing yeah. Two Truths and a Lie, and he had said that as one of his things. But yeah, it was a weird cut. It was a weird cut. I think. I don't know. This is just my theory. I'll float it out there. I feel like maybe America doesn't know quite how they feel about Martha Stewart these days. That is totally. Like we're fair. all kind of like in some sort of like weird, uncertain space. Yeah, I'm not sure Martha knows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Martha hasn't decided how she's going to act on this show. That, like this that seems show, very yeah. apparent. It felt like she just like is on this show because she just doesn't give a shit anymore. <laughs> but at the same time, like doesn't actually know how to act like a normal person not hosting a cooking show. Yeah, like, right. a weird mix of like, I'll say whatever, but like, we're making lobster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I mean, how do we want to feel about her? I mean, I was into watching her have fun. Like that that yeah. made me feel good for whatever reason. But at the same maybe, time, yeah, maybe it's you just know. that she didn't have enough drinks early enough on in the show. Because when she loosened up, it was more fun. 
but yeah. when I like, but then I watch her do certain things and she just has this like natural finesse that I realize yeah. is the result of decades of practice in like all of the like domestic arts, but still like there is something that like reminds, like makes me do that. Like, you know, Arnold fist meme, <laughs> Like, because yeah. like there is everything she does is so like everything she does is so effortless like when she takes the lobster tail out and she's yeah. just like see fling like yeah. and it's just like don't look you at know. what's inside here yeah well, it's well there's the, that it's too. the guts yeah <laughs> but but yeah there's there's something about the way that she makes things happen like it reminds me of watching her like like antique a mirror when i was like nine right. and just feeling like impotent with rage all right so this is episode <laughs> number 368 we have now done as many episodes as the percentage raise that Mac- the McDonald's CEO, Steve Easterbrook, got this year. What? Yeah. That's a pretty good raise. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it uh, depends what his starting salary was. That's true. Well, assuming $1. it was a CEO salary. Well, you assume that, but if it was like $20, it's not that good. Yeah, now he's making 75 uh, it is. It, it was a large number. Uh, okay. He, he now makes $7.9 million a year. Okay, well, that's believable. I just wanted to make sure we didn't assume. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Plus it, all the fries he can eat. That's probably true. He probably doesn't have to pay for his own chomp. fries. Although he is, um, I don't know, his his body makes it look like he doesn't eat that many french fries. Oh, does he have a rockin' bod? Well, he's just very thin. You do oh, okay. a lot of research for these uh, number trivia. I do. Well, it looks like he's either very thin or judging. he's... Actually, his photo really looks like he's sucking in hard. <laughs> The face he's making. Oh my gosh! Anyway, so I feel like he could be one of the sexy executives. He could be sex executives. Oh, sex executives. He. So I know. It, so it would be easy to be frustrated uh, at somebody at them paying him that much, uh, especially since the company recommends that their employees turn off the heat during the winter to save money on their website. Um, so it does seem a little uh, weird. But on the other hand, Steve Easterbrook did push for all day breakfast, which has uh, increased mcdonald's profits by 300 million dollars in the first quarter of this year wow also i bet all the workers there hate it because now they have to make yeah you got a much larger menu and you got to keep the breakfast stuff around and yeah but like everyone else in the world loves it and is so happy you know yeah steve easterbrook has to keep his hair lofted to that impossible height (laughs) so i'm glad you're also looking doesn't he look definitely looking at pictures of steve easterbrook doesn't he look like he's sucking in his gut in that oh here's here's photo. one that's casual he looks like he's he's yeah he also looks like he might he might re-roof my house in this like picture where his button down is like rolled up at the sleeve and he's wearing a brown belt he looks- you can really see because of how much his blue shirt is tucked in <laughs> um yeah that's him he looks british is he british he does look kind of british but i'm not sure exactly why i say that i know isn't that weird uh, yeah. It says but his first thing that comes up is he's a British corporate executive. Yes, I did it. Oh no! What? What did we just do? I feel dirty. <laughs> he is. He is. Um, but what does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. He just looks a little British. Means Alex has an eye for British men. <laughs> uh, I only have an eye for Steve. Anyway, speaking of rich people, this week we're talking about Martha and Snoop's potluck dinner party. It's a VH1 show. The first couple episodes are free on VH1's website at the moment. So if you're curious to follow along, jump on it. Inexplicably, the f- like I guess the first, not inexplicably maybe, but the first one is 45 minutes and the second one is 20 minutes. Like after the first one, they were like, we don't really want to do that much of this, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think it made sense. It shortened up real dramatically. And and like half of the second episode was an Oreo ad. Um, so that was weird. 
Sure. Right? Where they're sitting on yeah. the couch like Martha's like, Snoop Dogg, you really like these Oreos. You're going to show me how to eat them. But then he eats them in the worst way He's I've so ever seen bad. anyone eat an Oreo. <laughs> he dips them in vanilla ice cream, doesn't get much ice cream on it, and then sucks on it. And yeah. repeats. And then repeats in a creepy That's way. Just normal. Eating an, an Oreo like a cookie is preferential to that, to me. Yes. Yeah. Like just just, just, just eat it like any cookie. Did you see Martha at the very end as they were like talking about something else? She was like looking straight in the camera, like taking bites into the Oreo like a normal person. <laughs> like she was like, no VH1 viewers, like do not listen to Snoop Dogg. Like this is how you eat an Oreo. I mean, I your, so, your alternative Oreo consumption style, okay. So this is part of uh, of Chris gets his groove back month. So Chris, uh-huh. tell yeah. us why. Uh, tell us why this. Because uh, this is super silly, and uh, I don't know. It's going on now, and I thought it'd be fun to talk about. Uh, did you also a- like? Did you know that they were friends from, or are you like the mashed potato? Club, I knew obviously. they had a relationship in uh, from the mashed potatoes thing that they were that they were friendly, and then I'd also seen in their sort of run up to this show they were interviewed by Ellen on the Ellen Show oh. along with Anna Kendrick. Yeah, and that was played, actually quite delightful. Uh, Never have I ever, which oh. was pretty fun, and I was like, you know what, these guys, these these kids have some chemistry. I'll watch their wow. cooking Martha show. Martha Stewart and Snoop Dogg playing Never Have I Ever. Is this just a game where you keep your fingers up all day? <laughs> there, or, yes, there were jokes to that effect. Yeah, in yeah. this Ellen clip. Yeah, it, Martha, I mean, like, like Snoop has murdered somebody. I mean, like you could. Yeah, really... they didn't go there. Okay. They didn't go there. Yeah, but also, I'm pretty sure that the real show that we're all trying to watch is just Martha Stewart tells us stuff about her life because girlfriend has a lot of stories. Yeah, yes. no kidding. And I am open to hearing all of them. I am yeah. too. Yeah, it turns out Three Strikes of Lightning was not her only crazy story. Yeah, yeah, Babs she... in that toilet paper, though. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what? Who comes over to your house and is like, I do not like the position of your toilet paper. Here is a new toilet paper holder. What? I mean, I've definitely not liked the position of people's toilet paper, especially when I feel like I have to like turn in a full circle oh, to figure yeah. out where it is. If the roll is just <laughs> sitting on the okay. back of the tank and you got to do the, the, the turn and reach. I'm with, I'm with you on all of this. What percentage <laughs> of the time did you twist. tell the host they were living wrong? What percent of the time do you make a purchase to re- to like yes. rectify that situation? I feel situation? like this was Martha Stewart's revenge on her for doing that. <laughs> right, I'm gonna yeah. call you out on TV. I'm gonna, I'm gonna show everyone what you, you <laughs> what you bought me <laughs> and how you refused to turn once you yeah. used my toilet. All right, so tell the world. Never mind. So, <laughs> so this. Uh, well, I I hope this felt groovy for you, Chris. It was really a. Uh, an interesting topic for us. Do you, yeah, uh, breath you of guys, fresh air after last week. I would if you think. guys want, yeah, exactly. If you guys want to help uh, br- breathe some life into Chris's lungs, go to readdashweep.com and sign up on the mailing list. You huh? might be able to, I don't know. You might be able to get a big topic coming up soon. Chris, now you, please summarize in the style of a pretty excitable DJ. <laughs> sure. Um, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Martha and Stoop's dinner party. In one corner, we've got Snoop D O Double G, the Long Beach based rapper, performer, entertainer, uh, mogul, I guess, uh, gang and gang member. Pretty sure he killed a guy. It's Snoop Dogg. <laughs> In the other corner, you know her, you love her from TV magazines. Her insider trading scandal. It's Martha Stewart. <laughs> They're gonna oh, host. You a may know quote, her from jail. <laughs> from jail. 
Well, you may know Snoop Dogg from jail too, right? That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Both done some time. Very different times. Yes. Uh, So they have a a cooking show that is head to head. So half the kitchen looks like Martha Stewart and half the kitchen looks like really pimped out Martha Stewart. (laughs) And Snoop Dogg and Martha pick a topic like fried chicken or lobster or whatever. And they cook separately, um, but compare notes and, and all that. They have guests they have a guest sous chef slash taster who slash celebrity slash celebrity uh who comes on to help them taste and judge who had the better dish among the two it's not strictly a competition but it's kind of a competition and And, they have this dinner party feels like it's more of snoop's friends than martha's friends sure sad she didn't have any friends she doesn't have the social circle that snoop does but i sort of like the vibe where it's just like lots of rapper bros yeah, I don't I know if Martha like, I mean, Stewart's set is really the people who are like, hey, you want to come on Snoop Dogg's TV show? <laughs> I like, mm, good. I understand. I liked the rappers a lot, but I would have also liked to have seen somebody from Martha Stewart's <laughs> world hanging out with Rick Ross or Wiz Khalifa or Ice Cube. I think that would oh, be yeah. delightful. Yeah. So there's a, you know, sort of like just for, you know, to say they did, they bring a stupid gift over all these guests, you know, to Martha mm-hmm. and Snoop. And they cook, and they uh, bullshit, and then they eat, and they play like a dinner party game when they eat, and that's about it. And oh yeah, there's a studio audience, and they serve them all drinks. And, and it's, they seem it's, confused. Yeah, it's really more about the personalities and the interactions between the personalities, because Martha Stewart, of course, is from upstate New York, and is very sort of waspy and put together and Yankee, and then Snoop Dogg is Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they get along. They're good friends. And that's the thing that I like the most about this. So. Yeah. This is not like uh, an executive who's like, you know, it would be a funny combination. They, they actually like each other. They actually hang out without cameras. Yeah. And that's yeah. fun. And, yeah, so this is just a fun, like, cooking show. And it's some, it's some cooking TV. Emphasis on the TV, not it's on the cooking. It's almost more in the, yeah, it, less in the cooking genre and more of the just, like, random group of celebrities hanging out shows yeah Um, but you know whenever yeah but whenever you're at a party or whenever you have people over hangouts always kind of gravitate towards the kitchen anyway oh yeah so yeah yeah. so this is like i guess i guess let's do uh thing so that's the show and that's the book so let's do um i guess let's do a hand raise right now because i i'm having trouble knowing exactly where people come down on this show so, Colleen, how did you feel about it? I felt, like, extremely disappointed. Right. That's sure. what I was gathering from your compliment. I thought it was going to be a cooking show. Like, I like watching cooking shows. Yeah. And it started out strong. They're like, we're going to cook. And then they, like, didn't, <laughs> I don't really know how to make fried chicken after that. I definitely don't know how to make the lobster thing. I, I feel like I know less about fried chicken than when it started. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see when he just, like, poured a bag of potato chips haphazardly on a tray of raw chicken yeah i yeah. thought he crunched them up i saw him like squeezing potato chips with his fingers did he not yeah, actually crunch them, how but, I it, would do it. but it was how did the potato chips coated. stay on the chicken yes. from the tray to when yes. he dipped them and then fried them yes it did that seem, made no there sense. Are a lot not, of yeah yeah they were missing also, some connective tissue. Also, he well, I guess have... like the value of like Martha Stewart is like really fun to watch her cook, and when she started doing that, it was really fun. But instead, I was like, wait, no, is this like a, a cooking competition show? Is this a talk show? Is this a trivia show? Like, it's definitely not not the 
cooking show I came for. Yeah, they did open the first episode was the <clears throat> fried chicken competition between the two of them, which was mm. it seems like very different from the rest of the show. And I wonder if that was the first one they shot or if they shot a bunch of them and then were like, oh, it's not really hitting our audiences, but this one they like the most. So let's start there. That's my thought. I don't get this sense that there are like a ton of these in the can. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> their chemistry, I get the sense that the fried chicken one was early on because their chemistry and, you know, kind of the stilted nature of the show compared to the second one. I thought the second one was humming along a lot smoother. You know, yeah. yeah, I feel like they're well. They they're cut out find... all the weird parts. Well, that's what yeah. Twenty minute episode. They got it no, and just just left in Rick Ross hitting on Martha Stewart, which almost like, exclusively she wasn't <laughs> entirely saying no to. Which was no, its she own seemed open to it. Which, which led me to googling her private life, and it turns out she might be available. So, um, she there, she did an interview very recently where she said she's still looking for love and would enjoy an occasional male partner. Okay, that's such a specific <laughs> way to put that. I know, isn't that? That's why that was so great. It's, that's what enjoy she, an occasional she Rick Ross, <laughs> an occasional Rick Ross. Oh man, Maybach um, music. Um, uh, so, so Tanya, yeah, let's hear your thought on it then. Um, I was ready to fall in love all over again, and I, I did not, but I didn't fully hate it either. So, I guess I mean I always I like I like it when famous people are friends. Yeah, <laughs> this is like a dumb thing that I respond very positively to, yeah. and like watching Wiz Khalifa be like a sous chef was was like way more charming than I ever thought it could be, and also yeah. just like listening to everybody talk about like things they like about fried chicken or like feelings about lobster. Like, I enjoyed I enjoyed elements of this quite a bit, and I felt like there was there were a lot of things that were sort of working, but then there were also a lot of things that really weren't working, like the musical cues made me feel like a crazy person. Sure. Which, um, the just the random DJ drops or like the, when you open the refrigerator and it plays beats. That made me so upset. The like <laughs> Martha's Martha's fridge versus Snoop's fridge. I also just realized that like as a as a certified old person, like I just stopped watching TV probably close to 10 years ago. Like I watch shows, but I don't have to interact with ads very often. And I don't right. watch like things that people are like trying out for laughs unless it's for this show. So like, <laughs> there's just an element of like the way that we do TV now that I just am not in touch with. And I feel like a terrible alien Luddite person no, no. for being like, this is awful. Why are you doing this to me? Like, why can't we have weird old nineties TV where you put somebody on a set and make them pretend to do a thing in great detail while talking to their like companion very little. Like, can't we do that again? Uh, Chris, how do you feel? My thumb is firmly to the side, I would say. Um, mm -hmm. So I like the idea Which of it. Which is a it. great place for it during a hand raise. <laughs> yeah. It is. Um, yeah, I guess hand half up, I guess. Like, like no, I'm, hand I'm fully I'm, extended thumb to the side. Hand at the level of your ride. shoulder. Yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> so I, I like the idea of this, and I like the potential. I think if, you know, like, if they do a few more episodes, this could be pretty fun, especially if they get more varied guests and their chemistry gets better. And, you know, I would like more of an episode, a focus on the food as well, Colleen. But I, you know, there were things about this show that didn't make for great TV some of the time. So, you know, it was mixed. But God, learning that Martha Stewart got hit by lightning three times and it made her stronger still <laughs> is just maybe... Can you maybe... really get electrocuted through the sink? 
Yeah, so yeah. her lightning oh, yeah, strike hit a, a pond outside her house and it went up it through hit her the water well. pipe. Yeah, it hit, hit the, the well. well. And she watched it come up the water pipe and then strike her in the stomach. Yeah. Yeah, knocked her to Fuck, the ground. Martha. She did not go to the hospital yeah. for that. Another time she was on the phone and <laughs> lightning came through her skylight and hit when, her in the this ear. This is the first time that I thought that living in Luxury's lap would actually be a health hazard. And I, I really enjoy this revelation. Yeah. If I touch a doorknob and get a, sl- uh, a static shock from that, I'm tempted to go to the hospital. <laughs> How do you not go to the after you get hit by lightning? Yeah, but she's that like, no, well, so I recovered. Hard. Yeah. <laughs> She uh she may be a Highlander is what we're learning. Yeah, maybe. Um I I'm raising both my hands. I Yeah, you dug it. Had a you were on a roller time. coaster of delight. It, it is I, a pretty was, good time. The the second episode, which you guys liked more, I liked a lot less. I don't know. I thought the second episode was a little boring. But the first one, I yeah, just a roller coaster of delight is such a way to say it. I just like mouth agape staring at the tv like this is what america needs right now it's so silly i don't want to learn how to cook i want to i like watching people cook i wouldn't mind if martha never told me what she was doing i just kind (laughs) of like watching her putter around and i'm not gonna i mean i don't eat meat so i'm not gonna cook chicken or lobster i guess i'm more interested in where they disagreed on technique than them actually telling me the steps you know sure when because so so martha's fried chicken recipe is complete bullshit uh yeah it's brine this chicken for two in days brine eight yeah. hours in the milk bath there who no one cooks like that i bet that is like the quality of that fried chicken though is very tender and juicy compared to snoop totally I mean, totally some but people one, could not get over how juicy her chicken was yeah, yeah of course it was juicy because you cheated you gave a week to this project <laughs> i just I just feel like like that's the thing with when uh, if, if they were trying to teach me how to cook. As soon as she said that, I'd be like, "Well, I'm never going to do that." So, what are you going to teach me that I might actually do? So, yeah. and crumble up some are- potato chips on chicken. Cool. Yes, a hundred percent. And that's yeah, what I, I liked was Snoop's them- like, "I want chicken in half an hour recipe." That was exactly. That was they were, and them disagreeing on that was what I enjoyed the most. Was was her being like, "This makes the juice the chicken juicy," and Snoop being like, "Sure, but I'm not going to do that." Yeah, but I mean, Martha did point out that like most normal people should have chicken brining in their fridge at all Just times. At all so time. You don't have to wait a long <laughs> time if it's always and there. And that's the Martha I know and respect. <laughs> yes. That's all. I just, I love her for that. I really do. I, I also, I'm like, in general, I'm a little skeptical of like groups of celebrities hanging out on TV because a lot of them feel so, uh, so fake. But partly maybe it's because they had a lot of rappers on. They were like... I don't know. They seemed more honest than a lot of celebrities I've seen. It seems like they don't do a lot of this kind of TV the same way. No, you're and kidding. And them being su- <laughs> them being surprised to be there, <laughs> see, was part of the fun for me. I don't know. I had a really good time with it, and I really enjoyed Rick Ross trying to fuck Martha Stewart. <laughs> I don't know why I liked that, but I did. Um, what's the size of your boat? Is what she asked him. Uh, she did yeah. ask him that. She not referring to that. his dick she wanted to know if he had a big enough boat that she could hit be with him because she only likes rich guys and rick ross said which one uh also <laughs> i mean it just helps that i just bleeping love rick ross oh i can't get I enough love of him. him he's so uh, great america's he was, teddy bear i loved it when he put his head on her shoulder i just was yes oh, i was really in for it yeah that was great. i liked when they zoomed in so you could see like that he had a tattoo between his lower lip and his like chin beard yeah yes 
Yep. Listen, like, everyone, everyone is committed to face tattoos in a way that I don't feel comfortable with. Yeah. They ever die <laughs> trying, everyone, I guess. but more people than I'd expect. Yeah. I think it's I, a thing now. Yeah. Oh, man. I would enjoy if they did an episode where they both cooked prison food. No. Because that's something no, they have I would in common. Not. She did that one time on, like, I think her own show or somebody else's did she? cooking show. Yeah, she made some kind of, like, apple, uh, what's it called when you bake the apple and, like, put cinnamon in it or something. Sure. A baked apple baked cinnamon. Apple? Baked apple. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> baked apple cinnamon party. Thank you. <laughs> cinnamon party, yeah. Uh, I I don't know. I just, I, I had so much fun with it. I think the name is too long. That bugged me a yeah. lot. Oh, yeah. That's the other thing I wanted to mention is that this is misleading America about what a potluck is. Yeah, that yes. potluck is bunk. <laughs> it's not a party you know? that you show up to with a present and then cook an entire meal with your host. That's not what yeah. a potluck is meant to be. That classic potluck feel where your two hosts cook in front of you. <laughs> and you help you them. Yeah, you sometimes sprinkle salt in something, and that is it. Yeah, it, or you do some whisking. Also, Martha and Stewart's dinner party, or sorry, Martha and Snoop's dinner party, would be a great name for a show. And even if it's Martha and Snoop's potluck, that'd be a fun name for a show. But both is weird. No it's one calls it a potluck dinner party. No, yeah. no, no one does. I, I that that feels like the most aggressively wrong thing about this show. Yeah. Is the name. Well, Wiz Khalifa did bring. His gift was like that bag of his seasoning. Yeah, yeah, it was just herbs. Sprinkle periodically. It looked like a. It looked like like the fake moss that you would get at like a craft supply store. He brought a lot of fake moss. He. It was a. It was a very large bag, full t- like like comically full, like a cartoon's grocery bag full of fake moss. Maybe most Listen. of it was crumpled up paper. You know that That's PA what I had wonder. one job, and they got very excited about it. Yeah, <laughs> and he tried to throw it into Martha Stewart's chicken when she wasn't looking, which is not a great way to go. I mean, secretly no. drugging Martha Stewart feels wrong. Sure. Also, I'm not sure that would work. No, I I don't suppose it would. Yeah. Um. Oh, didn't she, did I think she either said this in an interview or on the show, and I can't remember now. But she said that Wiz gave her a bunch of his Khalifa Kush, and that she regifted it. That's classy. It is classy. And also like who gets pot from Martha Stewart. You know he got a thank you card. And you know that she (laughs) like found like a fresh box and all sorts of like nice things to like gussy it up and send it off to somebody else. Yeah. Here's an arts and crafts, uh, you know, Yankee whitewashed clapboard little box for your kush. Yes. Um, I... I think that if they, yeah, I mean, it did feel very unsmooth. It felt like a new show. It felt like they weren't really comfortable with their dynamic. But I sure. do enjoy a house DJ on a cooking show. Huh. And I enjoyed Because I, I hated Ooh, that guy. I, I certainly hated that guy. I didn't, I didn't care for him necessarily, but I liked having a house DJ. Oh, um, okay. So you like metal liked him. I like the concept of a house DJ. Yeah. It reminded me of like, you know, when you go to like a restaurant or you, even worse, like a clothing store and they're trying to have some event and they have a DJ there because they think they'll like make things fun. But instead, there's like five people in the store and then a DJ who looks like super sad. Sure. It was like, or it's like trying to rage, but like by themselves. That's also the worst. <laughs> and if you like uh, start to nod along to something, they point at you over their deck and are like, yes. <laughs> That's yeah, I, enjoy, I enjoyed that. I also enjoyed Snoop Dogg in, being in charge of rhyming 
prayers before dinner. He had to he had to say yeah. grace. Yeah, he, he has a couple rhyming. rhymes that he does. He has a rhyme at the top, grace, and a rhyme at the end. So and I, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed the like the mix of celebrities. I enjoyed the I enjoyed. I mean, I love the game Two Truths and a Lie. That's one of my favorite yes. things in the you world. Mean two thighs. Yeah, I didn't. Their version was not as good, but two thighs and a truth is not as good as. And why couldn't they have just called it two truths and a thigh? It would have been so easy. They yeah. really overwrote that game. Sure, but, don't overthink um, it. Yeah, don't overthink it. <laughs> yeah. That's really good advice, Colleen. Yeah, it applies just across the board. I'm gonna write that on so many things now. <laughs> I just, just gonna have a note that's a like at my desk. Box. Yeah, which is really sad since my profession is like market research. <laughs> I shouldn't be like <laughs> encouraging that as like a response that's, to. Yeah, your so your don't professional emails. It. You don't your you professional don't email us. signature is hire us. We will overthink it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, I okay. So what else did you guys not enjoy then out of it? I didn't Another. enjoy the DJ fake scratching while the radio edit of a song played. Oh, that was awful. <laughs> and they like oh, right. there was past a musical him, like, guest. Let's in one check episode. out what this guy. Oh yeah, doing. Anderson Pack. He's awesome. <laughs> he's so good. He is quite good. I'm. I expressed my fear that he was getting too big too quickly to Chris during his set on this show. Sure. I was like, I just don't know. Who can say if this is going to work out? But I yeah. did. I as of like nine months ago, I was super into him. So see, and we'll see if how you're doing goes. a show of of this where it's like hanging out with musicians. Why not have him come cook with you? And then you're like, hey, do you want to play a song for us? It felt so awkward to be like, and now our musical guest. Yeah. This yeah. Also, Tony, I like wouldn't it. worry too hard about like his presence on the show, being indicative <laughs> of him getting too big too quick. <laughs> also, I realize that's the over. most annoying thing I've ever said out loud, and I do apologize. It's quite <laughs> all right if you guys need to send me hate mail. I, I really like this thing. I just hope you all don't start to like this thing. All right, I did not say that. Let's not put words <laughs> in my mouth. Everyone can like whatever they want. Let's, yeah, let's not put words in her mouth like. It's a cream sauce, and her she's Rick Ross. Oh. That wasn't great. I did enjoy when Martha Stewart force-fed Rick Ross, and he got too close to her face. Yeah, Actually, the best part of Rick Ross trying to fuck Martha Stewart was the reaction of the <laughs> model. Every time he would say something to Martha, she would, like, flip out. Yeah, she was so agog that this whole thing was happening in front of her. Her reaction started making me nervous. Like I was like, "Is there stuff happening that I can't see that she's like yeah. really like feeling sensitive about?" Because that started to feel like what was really going on. Yeah, she just like could not keep it together. Yeah, but what I know is like on on Martha TV shows and basically everything she does, she's the boss. So if she's not liking something, it ends immediately. Yeah, and I I assumed that as well. Yeah. Maybe that's wrong, but. Also, I assumed no, that Rick doesn't. Ross would not go through it. If, if she turned to him and was like, let's get in my boat now, he probably would have been like, listen, lady, that was yeah. for TV. Yeah. I just like to think he cuddles up on everybody. Oh, that's also possible. I like possible. to believe. Yeah. yeah he seems with his, like the type. With his like the reflectively shiny beard. Yes. He's got He's some soft. product in that beard. Yeah. Every, yeah. She remarked about it being the softest beard she'd ever cuddled with. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's some beard <laughs> care right there. Uh, um what else did you guys not like <laughs> i didn't like uh or i guess i was just very like intrigued by this how especially i think it was during the lobster cooking they took a couple like above the lobster shots that looked like like they were 
filmed on the iPhone 2 or something. <laughs> like, drastically different different quality than the rest of the show. And I was like... Interesting. Did you guys not catch that? I did not notice that. No, I like, missed Or it was, this. like, totally different lighting or something. It just looked, like, super bad quality. And it's, like... like they wanted to like put in clips of that, but they didn't edit them or something. So they were just like, mm, right. it's fine. We'll just slip those in. So everyone can see the lobster guts. <laughs> I, I enjoyed how, uh, not tough about killing the lobster Snoop was and about grabbing the lobster that oh, the, uh, yeah, who was, so the, like the, the so Martha just reaches model. in with her hand and deftly yes. grabs the lobster and is like, guys, this is how it's done. Watch. And then, yeah. And, you then grab, and then Ashley Graham like gets tired of Snoop being scared of the lobsters and grabs one too. Yeah. But she Snoop has chainmail gloves, gloves and still is afraid of grabbing a, a rubber banded lobster. And then yes. it moves a little and he freaks out. I enjoy that. Yeah. Well, remember, even when they were cooking chicken, they were like, Martha, have you ever killed a chicken? Like, you know, and she's like, yeah. She, and she was, was like, yeah, of course. Duh. <laughs> I gave it a vodka kill and cut chickens. its fucking throat. <laughs> yeah, I did sort of enjoy that she is really into giving whatever animal she's about to kill some booze before she kills yeah. it. Like, that seemed like a, a delightful, cute. humane Yeah, and, that's, and that everybody was like, oh shit, Martha. Like they would never, they would never cut a chicken's throat. I, yeah, yeah I, so many of the dynamics were fun. Yeah. You guys, I was really hoping we were all going to love this. I mean, I liked all the things that uh, that you like about it, too, you know? Yeah, I mean, when I say it was terrible, I mean, like, it is just like a genuinely terrible show, and I was looking forward to a cooking show, but there was, like, a lot to keep me entertained. Okay. <laughs> I was really hoping this was going to be one of those fun party shows. That, that like, we, you I, just can't get enough of, and we're going to, like, hang out every Friday night forever to watch it together? Well, yeah, or just that we... <laughs> oh, my God, and we can tell each it. other secrets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll bring my toilet paper holder. Because <laughs> you can't bear to rotate. Snicks, haters. And I made myself so easy to love. Welcome back to Adventures in Meatburg, where we profile the exciting lives of Meat Buddies, wonderful and generous listeners who donate to the show. You too can support the podcast and have your name used in one of these not usually flattering ads by donating at read-weep.com slash meatbuddies. Um, Meatbot? Affirmative. You've been sitting there staring at the wall for some time now. I'm getting worried. Yes, I am currently running my catatonic program. I know how you feel. I just do not understand how these citizens of Meatburg could elect a snake dressed like a clown as their mayor. It, it's almost like we don't understand what other people outside of our bubble are thinking. But how could we ever understand people who disagree with us well enough that we can convince them of our clearly superior opinions? No idea. Floop. Well, hello there, newest meat buddy, Cyrus Haskell. Hi. Maybe you can help us talk to people who are wrong without them knowing that we hate them. Oh, you're in a book club, huh? What? We were referring to the election of Mayor Clown Snake. Oh, I guess that makes sense, too. It just seemed like you were describing a book club. That's the time I have to talk to people I disagree with, but I have to be nice so I don't ruin the evening. Floop. Oh, another one. Cool. Hello there, other newer meat buddy, Sophia 
why Jack? Would you? Hi there. I thought I heard somebody talking about a book club. I was. I love my book club, but most of my time is spent figuring out how much I should disagree with this one guy. Yeah, who invited that guy? No idea. Is he joking or is he just an asshole? Hold on, hold on. Are you saying that in a book club, people have to politely disagree even though they secretly hate each other? Meatberg could use that kind of dialogue. I'd say more passive aggressively than politely, but yeah, that's what happens. That's pretty much what they're about. Yep. Oh, and wine. Flute? Jesus, what's going on? Well, hello, newer, newer, newest meat buddy, Sarah Nolte. So many new people here. Hi, gang. I couldn't help but overhear you talking about wine. Is there a book club happening? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. Well, I have this long personal story to tell that isn't really related to the book. I hope you're up for that. We are. That's what these are for. And fake politeness. And wine. We could really learn a lot about politics from a book club, though this last part seems a little flimsy. Yeah, I agree. Floop. Hi, y'all. Where are all these meat buddies coming from? I heard there was a book club. I have a suggestion for a topic none of you will like, but when it's my turn, you're not allowed to say no because we read the crap that you wanted. Wait a second. I think I get it now. We said that meat buddies get a free digital copy of our book, Unwrap My Heart, releasing December 1st. Oh, that explains it. You all wanted to be in our book club. It no longer seems like this is about politics. Yeah, I think maybe it could be, but that's just my interpretation. I I guess I can see why you interpret it that way, but that is not what I thought. If you had the life experience I do, you would truly understand. Um, maybe we should just move on. Yeah, let's get some wine and secretly hate each other. Sounds great. Sounds yeah. great. Go to readdashweep.com slash meatbuddies to become a meat buddy. A small donation keeps our show floating down the tracks and supports dumb art during difficult times. Plus, you'll get a free digital copy of Unwrap My Heart, the new novel by Alex Falcone and Ezra Fox when it's released on December 1st. Well, I'm starting to think Mayor Clownsnake is an allegory for something else. Sure, but what? I don't know. It's beyond me. I'm drunk! Me buddies, 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 me buddies. Alright, you guys, now it's time for the game of Lightning Bonus Round. Lightning Bonus Round. So, first up on Lightning Bonus Round, our exciting mini-game segment, we're going to play a game that I have created for you guys called Martha Fact or Snoop Fact. Ooh. So, it turns out both these people are just fucking fascinating, and I've been reading a lot <laughs> about them, and so a lot, of the, and a lot of their things could apply to both of them, I think. We'll see okay. based on your answers. Um, uh, who, if, you, if you're good. So, I'm going to tell you a fact, and you guys are going to tell me if it is a Martha Fact or a Snoop Fact. All okay. of these facts are true according to the internet. Are you guys ready? I'm super mm-hmm. excited. All right. All right. This person refuses to hang out with Sir Anthony Hopkins since seeing Sons of Lambs because they can't disassociate his character with his person. Snoop. I don't know. I'm going to say Martha. Martha. The answer is Martha Stewart. Hey. And... She dated him, but ended the relationship after she saw Silence of the Lambs because she was so creeped Whoa! out by him. <laughs> I know. That fact, oh it would have been a giveaway gosh. if I said dated Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> um, Listen, I still would have gone Snoop. I don't know. <laughs> he is a f- easily afraid. He had those gloves on anytime he was around him. 
I just, I don't know. That just, I could see that happening so easily for some reason. But all right, um, owns show dogs and Frisian horses. Oh, that feels like Martha to me. Mm. I feel like this one is Snoop. This is one of those like, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, surprising ones, but it's Snoop. I'm gonna say Snoop. It is Martha Stewart. You're right. That was not oh, a trick question. Okay. Um, she owns a lot of show dogs, apparently. Oh, um, I know she has many, many dogs. Yeah, many in her dogs. Life. Uh, married their high school sweetheart. Oh. Snoop fact or Martha fact? I'm gonna go Snoop. Yeah, Snoop. on this one. Snoop. Yeah, I just I spent a lot of time reading Martha's. Uh, love history oh you did oh i guess that's gonna help you out in this game yeah that is snoop dogg and he's still married to her yeah come on that's well didn't you guys see he had his own reality show for a while right that was like just about his family yeah i never watched it i didn't i I have not watched any like me and my family reality shows yeah i'm pretty Um, sure happens when you don't watch normal tv anymore it's not something you would ever seek out but sometimes you just (laughs) like catch these gems like you know when you're trying to get the food network All right, inducted into the New Jersey Hall of Fame. Martha fact, Snoop fact. Martha. Yeah, that has a Martha feel to me. She's just a girl from New Jersey. I'll just say Snoop to keep things interesting. No, it was Martha. They were right. Uh, I appreciate you trying to balance things out. Um, Was banned from entering the country of Australia for the entirety of 2007. (laughs) Snoop. I'm guessing Martha. I was going to go Martha. That was like Snoop like, Dogg. Actually. Oh, really? Yeah, because of a guns charge. Um, oh, I just read something else about her being banned from like England or something at some point after oh, that's she interesting. was convicted. She might be, but, but Australia was. was him. Uh, IQ of 147. Hmm. Yeah, I'll go Snoop. Uh, sure. That is correct. You guys are all right. That is a Snoop Dogg fact. That's like um, a genius level IQ. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Where, where does genius start? Yeah. Where does genius no, start? No, but it, I forget what the genius level I don't IQ remember it, but yeah, is, that is but it's considered gotta be an IQ. Close. A genius IQ. Um, let's see. Over 140 is a genius. Oh. Okay. 120 to 140 huh. is very superior intelligence. 110 to 120 is superior intelligence. 90 to 109 is average or normal intelligence. 80 to 90 is dullness. 70 dullness. to 80 is borderline deficiency. And under 70 oh, is man. feeble-mindedness. Also, obviously, this is a... When were these made? In like I 1900? Like, when? Yeah. yeah. Also, all of these, all the bad ones could describe me after a nap. <laughs> <laughs> dullness. <laughs> borderline deficient. Chris, yeah. that's just feeble-minded of you. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, what's the best? What's the highest IQ number? Everything says 140 and above, so maybe there's an infinitely high number. I yeah, don't know. it's limitless. So I might be like, like the movie. You could yeah. be 300. Because I don't know what my IQ Just is. Just like also the like the movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, uh, obviously, the IQ scale is bad. Um, all right. <laughs> Prison nickname was M. Diddy. No. Oh, I feel like that. I think was, it's, it's got to be Martha. It's Martha, unless Snoop's secret first name is Mark. Uh, Snoop's secret first name is Cortazar. Yeah, it's Cortazar. <laughs> okay, that sounds so like probably a Martha. Movie. Yeah, it is Martha. I was trying to th- figure out if you would get if it would be more better if I said just was Diddy, but that would be a lie. The real name is M Diddy. Um, and we all know that's Puff Daddy's other 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 name. Yes. 
according to the Daily Mail, this is actually, I guess this is kind of a given away by what I added earlier, but we'll play anyway. According to the Daily Mail, this person got divorced after repeatedly cheating on their partner and even offered their partner to a needy friend for sex. What? Needy? Who is this needy friend? It's Martha. That's, that, yeah, this is tabloid journalism at its worst. I'm so sorry, yeah. you guys. How about this? Hey, guys. Oh, what? never mind. I, I was going to completely der- derail us. I'll wait. Oh, go for it. Uh, why do they call him Sean Puffy Combs? Did he used to be fat or did he wear like puffy shoes? He was Puff Daddy for a really long time. Yeah, no, but then he switched it to Puffy. Yeah, but what, what about him was puffed? Like Maybe a coat. Do you think it was a coat? Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll buy a coat. <laughs> he was just wearing a coat one time. Well, they they wore in the Mo Money Mo Problems <laughs> video. They do wear really big puffy coats. Yeah. I will say that that did happen. Yeah. Snoop was called Snoopy by his parents. That was like their nickname for him as a kid. Aww. Oh man, that's very cute. He's adorable for a murderer. Oh, remember and they named how he named him Cortazar? Yeah. <laughs> you know there's going to be a nickname involved. Cortazar Calvin Brodus Jr., which means there's oh, a yeah. Cortazar I thought his Calvin name was Calvin, Brodus but yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Is Cor. Yeah what is is cortazar like someone else should i know that i've just never heard that i've never heard that as a name either name before cortazar is that name just like that word family sounds... history all if you search for it you just see snoop dog um they um, won't be like the history of the name cortazar is something you should have known you number dumb girl. of oh that's last names okay anyway um two more quick Wait, it also facts. says he was named after his stepfather how does that happen uh i well, guess if you left during preg while she was pregnant and yeah. then she met yeah, someone else. Stepdad, the step mom can like super get it. And so, um, all right. So, uh, a couple more questions, real quick. Oh, oh, god. Um, let's see. Uh, which has more appearances, according to IMDb, on TV and movies as themselves? Snoop. Yeah, Snoop's in everything as yeah. Snoop. Yeah, he just if he if they ask him to do a walk on, he's already well, there. Unless you count like a cooking show as appearing as yourself. Well, well just. So IMDb, I think, does actually, and he still has three times as many. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. 389 yeah. to 122 as self. Um, also, 81 credits as an actor to her eight. And lastly, direct is this a Snoop fact or a Martha fact? Directed the top-selling pornographic film of 2002 under the nickname Snoop Scorsese. Oh, boy. This is a tough one. <laughs> oh, real humdinger. <laughs> it was called Snoop Dogg. Can I Dogg, phone a friend? Doggy style. And yeah, it was the top-selling porn film in, of 2002. Um, he directed well, a very times. He he directed a less popular sequel <laughs> as well. Um, uh, anyway, those are Snoop's and, and those were, that was Pretty fun. Top, Thank guys. you. Yeah, I think uh, I won. <laughs> I want to know like what's Snoop's manager's day to day like. I'm just curious. Like what? what it's probably kind of- like endorsement deals. That he's managing I mean, a lot busy, of. yeah. Yeah, did you guys all get that Chance the Rapper Kit Kat ad? Mm. No, I did not watch oh. the ads. Yeah. I don't care for them. <laughs> That's all I have to say about that. Um, all right, uh, lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus. And our second lightning bonus round game for today. Um, so this is an unlikely pairing of super, super celebrities, I think. Uh, what unlikely duo do you guys want to watch hang out and star on their own show and kind of cook sometimes? Yeah. Uh, let me think. I actually haven't thought about this yet. Mm. I my first thought. We talked a lot about Jeffrey Wright in the last couple weeks, so I, I was definitely thinking Jeffrey Wright. And then I was trying to match him with somebody, and I thought maybe Tom Cruise, because they have drastically different styles. Sure. And I think it would be fun to watch them talk about. Like, here's how my process works. 
Yeah, that'd be pretty good. Uh, Tanya, do you have any ideas? I'm sorry. I'm like, I'm mired in trying to figure it out. Yeah. Maybe. Well, well, maybe while we're trying to think about it, why don't we hear what some listeners said? Totally. All right. Sounds good. Um, Unless Tanya wanted to finish her sentence, maybe. Um, Well, no, I just keep thinking of individual people that I would be happy to see. How about you pick one and then Chris will pick one. Don't tell me though. So pick one. Do you have one person in your head, Tanya? Yes. Chris, (laughs) person. Done. All right. Who is it? So, Chris, you start. It's blank and Tyrese Gibson. And oh, Julianne Moore. Actually, oh. that could be so nice. I would yeah. watch that. <laughs> I would totally watch that. A lot of grins. Yeah, so many grins. All right. So, let's hear some other people. And, Colleen, if you have one, you can jump in at any time. So, meet buddy Tom Schroeder says Donald Trump and Danny Trejo. <laughs> that Uh-oh. would be fun. Uh, both have kind of weird hair. Yeah. We can talk about hair. Yeah, might be... Is he hoping for, like, a machete accident? <laughs> yeah, I think that was the idea, was that only one of them would survive. Um, Steven on Facebook says, John Ringo and Stephanie Meyer's terrible, horrible, awful, worst dinner party ever. <laughs> yeah, that would uh, be super uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, Gwyneth Paltrow and Paula Dean. That's hate wow, very different that. styles. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, that would just... I'd, I'd watch that, but, like, through my fingers... Tom also uh, weighed in again. Uh, Barack Obama and me, please. You have the time now. Please call me. <laughs> That'd be pretty good. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's do. Oh, actually, Tim says Val Kilmer and Taylor Swift. Why Val Kilmer? Because he's crazy. Because he crazy. <laughs> he's so crazy. James says Ooh. Julia. This, this is actually very similar to this show. It would be Julia Child and Tupac. Um, yeah. I assume they're both holograms. At that point, yes. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, Shaq and Rachel Ray. It's another kind of similar pairing. Thanks, Marcelo. Yeah. Um, Stanley Tucci and Guy Fieri. <laughs> I would like Guy Fieri some in the mix at some point. Um, that'd be fun. <laughs> because like, isn't his job usually just to like hover behind someone and not to actually cook himself? Where he goes, bro, bro. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, all right. Uh, let's see. Robin says on Twitter, uh, Steve Bannon and Hannibal Lecter. Well, it's the second Hannibal reference today. Yeah. And second hope for a fatality on the show. They know it's not celebrity deathmatch, right? Yeah. <laughs> like no, they're yeah. probably just going to both leave like lightly dusted in flour. <laughs> yeah. It'll just be awkward, uh, pre-written conversation and then it's over exactly um let's see oh let's do fictional characters maybe that seems like it would be fun since we're doing hannibal i would mm. watch tinkerbell and snape okay what if they oh su- fictional i was like genghis khan no real dude <laughs> <laughs> no proof he really Abraham existed. lincoln hold on yeah I'm getting the hand, the hand of this. <laughs> yeah, but speaking of getting the hand of this, how about like Captain Hook? He's got one hand, so then he can like switch out his hook for different like implements. Oh, blunder attachment. Oh, wait. Um, all right, so how about <gasps> Captain and Hook Mandy and Patinkin. Ash from the I'm Evil Dead? Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Just a lot of fake hands. <laughs> Two hands between us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that would be the name of the show. Yeah. That would probably be on Bravo. Mm-hmm. Hey, what about like Leslie Nope from Parks and Rec with uh, whoever the name of 
Zach Galifianakis's character in The Hangover. Oh, that'd be fun. Oh, yep. I I could see that happening. That's she, a I, that's an internet video I would watch. And Leslie For seems sure. like she'd be the one who's competent at cooking. Yeah, or not? No. Yeah. She's, she's just also kind of a train wreck. She'd be competent at something. But. Yeah, she's competent as opposed to Galifianakis. Yeah. Mm. Uh, oh man, Galifianakis would be a fun guest on this show too, because he seems like he doesn't mind saying when something sucks, and he doesn't like it. He'd just be like, "This is not great. What are we doing?" <laughs> I enjoy that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, all right. Well, thank you everybody who played on Facebook and Twitter. That's the game of lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round. Lightning uh, bonus round. So if you want to play in the game, you got to be following us on Facebook and Twitter, facebook.com slash read and weep or at read underscore weep on Twitter. And we usually post questions or you can be on the mailing list. Uh, just go to read com and join the, ma- the weekly weep. And you get the weekly weep. What a great bonus. Um, hey. Those are, uh, we usually put those out Thursday or Friday, sometimes a little later. But we appreciate all of you who played. It's so much more fun. Um, cool. Now let's do the second half of our compliment sandwich. We're going to go in reverse order. So I'm going to be first. I mentioned this briefly, but I'm going to do it again. I love Two Truths and a Lie. And if you haven't played Two Truths and a Lie recently, I recommend you do. It is a way better game than you remember from like high school game when you were like, yeah, hadn't done anything yet. Um, it's a great game. It's especially a good game with strangers because it's a great way to get people to like say really crazy shit that they wouldn't have thought to tell you as a story. Um, I play it in, I teach a, a class, a stand-up comedy class, and I make the students play that on the first day every week, and it's really great. Um, and I have heard some crazy shit. I had a student who had sex in the Great Pyramid of Giza. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. Recently. Is there a, junk cursed now? <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, no. This what does is what it she mean was... that I'm no longer impressed by people having sex places? Oh. <laughs> like, what What level of boring am I now? <laughs> um. It's Where impressive. do I go from here, Alex? I, guess, <laughs> I don't know. I guess really, I'm it's impressed. only impressive from a logistical standpoint. Yeah, logistically, exactly. The difficulty points was what I was impressed by. It was part of a tour when she was much younger of trying to like have sex in a lot of holy sites from different groups, which is mm, really offensive, probably. But sure. I thought it was funny. Yeah, this doesn't seem great. Um, yeah, and so so one of the, I think take, making it two lies and a truth is a little less fun because what happened in this game was everybody said two boring facts and one crazy thing, and the crazy thing was the truth. Um, yeah, which huge props to Martha I think for the first one because um, or no it was uh, yeah hers was she's been struck by lightning three times. Oh right right, right. and then it was like two other boring ones and yeah she like, was born in Poland. Hmm. Right, yeah, born in Paul. Yeah, and like a cube went hard for her being struck by lightning, and then it was true. And I loved him be committing so hard to the clearly wrong one, and then that being the right answer it was really fun. Yeah, totally. But that was awesome. The key with two, the reason why it's better when it's two truths and a lie is because if you have two really good truths, then you can make people believe some crazy shit for the lie. And that's the fun part. Some people try to play it where it's like, I'm just going to get you to to believe the wrong thing and so it's like i have six cats when you only have five and that's a boring lie but if you can get people to believe that you had sex in a great pair of geese and you didn't then your truths must be fucking great yeah oh it's a fun game it's such a fun game um, it's good we also i also make my students play guess what i do for a living which is another fun game to play as a group of strangers oh yeah that one's that got would more be, awkward potential that'd be hard for me because i never tell anybody on this show what my job is it would be hard for people <laughs> Uh, Tanya, we've heard more about your former jobs, but nothing about your current job, I don't think. Yeah. Yeah, I've been keeping it pretty low key. 
Chris, I think people know what you do for a living. I bet if we were guessing, people would guess pretty close. Trans yeah. monster. Yeah. You guys all do this for a living, I thought. <laughs> this is our <laughs> only job. Yes. Um, Colleen already said what she does. Um, I bet if, but Chris, I bet if you were like in a like a group of strange, like you were stranded in an elevator, um, with a group of very different people, somebody would say, like, you manage a small team, probably. Yeah. Like you could get close to that. I bet sure. you were a tie and manage a small team. Yeah. And I bet neither of those are true. Ha! Really? They yeah. one of them used to be true. They both used to be true. Sometimes. Right? Sure. Yeah. Interesting. Who cares? Jobs are hard. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's my compliment. I do love that game. All right, going in reverse order, continuing backwards. Chris, what's your minor compliment? Alex, you talked about a game that uh, is is fun to play. I just like this thing that they do at the end of it where it's a dance party when the music's <laughs> playing at the end and they have a little dance party. And I think that's a good way to end on we're all friends and we're all having fun and this is the way that we communicate it through our own individual wiggling and I like it. And Wiz Khalifa's dancing was really sleepy and I enjoyed that a lot. Mm, <laughs> I liked that part too. <laughs> yeah, I did really like that. Yeah. Awesome. Tanya, what's your minor compliment? Oh, I guess I feel like a bunch of mine got got jacked, but um, I I sort of came around on (laughs) um, I came around on the set a little bit. I still don't like the big like backdrop part, but I sort of think that the double countertop is kind of funny. Yeah, sort of kind of. I don't know. This is not really a very good compliment. Well, it would be if you just believed it, but it sounds like you But don't. I don't. It's just, I really liked, <laughs> honestly, I just liked Wiz Khalifa's dancing. That's oh, great. Do that. That's perfect. It's All right. fine. I just so really I like really that. liked how the counters were split and Martha <laughs> Stewart's was really clean and nice and Martha E and Snoop's is all pimped out and they all had the same equipment and stuff, but they just had a nice, a nice look about it. You could really tell what was being cooked on what side. So that's, Tanya, what it would have sounded like if you had given that compliment and not believed it. Yeah, if, you, if you've given it, it like you believed it. If I, if only I believed it. If only I believed anything. Who am I? <laughs> I don't know. You're not impressed by people doing it in a pyramid. Uh, no. That's really weird. Uh, <laughs> all, right. <laughs> all right, that leaves you, Colleen. What is your minor comment? And the last nice thing you'll ever say about Martha and Snoop's potluck dinner party. Yeah, I guess this is kind of a two-part compliment. First, I really liked like the weird, awkward. Uh, like chanting they had the audience do when Snoop oh, poured yeah. his his drink and then announced that it was called the laid back and everyone in the audience like really out of sync said what is it like I got my mind on my money and yeah my mind. I can't oh, did yeah. he ask them to do that or was that oh I'm sure there was like a sign that told them to do that instead of an applause sign in this studio there's just a sign that flashes that says I got my mind and my money and my money on my mind yeah so what I they needed really was a producer choral directing them like over yeah. mouthing those words yeah sure. yeah so i like that they did that because it was just so awkward and weird and entertaining to me but i also liked that after they did it they realized they should never do that again <laughs> <laughs> i don't know guys but what if it was really fun what if we just kept watching it and hanging out every week yeah <laughs> well we you know together, we like- are we are going to get together uh, once a week to talk about Top Chef pretty soon, Alex. Yeah, starting in a couple weeks. That's coming back. And our podcast, Pack Your Mics, is going to come back in some form. Yeah. To be determined. Um, yeah. yeah that, that also, you know when that premieres? December 1st, which is a big day for premieres. 
Yeah. Because that's the day Unwrap that our my novel heart. launches. Yeah. So you can order the novel in the morning and watch Top Chef at night. That's true. Yeah, you can. It's going to be a big day for everybody. You, yeah, you're going to have so much beautiful media coming at you. Um, you could also, you'll also be able to get the audiobook recorded by Sarah Hathaway. And Whoa, is that the first it? time we're revealing that? I don't think we've ever said that on the show yet. Yeah, Sarah Hathaway's been yeah. recording the audiobook, and I've been editing it recently, and I, it's so fun. She's so good, and she's got a bit of uh, Ileana Kadushin to her voice. It's really nice. Kadoosh. Yes, that, but in a good way. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's that's what I... That was complimentary Kadoosh, though. Yeah, no, that was with all props to the Kadoosh. Yeah, yeah, Kadooshin. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's all coming up. What a fun time it's going to be, you guys. Yeah. Well, we just have to get through this this uh, turkey holiday and then all reveals, all big things. Hell yeah. All right. I don't know if there was a good way to end in there, but normally... Uh, I wanted to throw something out there. Yeah. Because I just Wikipedia'd it and... Uh, puff Daddy was called Puff as a child because he would puff, puff and puff when he was angry. Oh, oh, a little rage monster. In case you don't want to leave any loose ends there. <laughs> no, I think that's important. It is. Thanks for tying that up. We already got a hundred angry emails for us at us for not knowing that. So you really yeah, took the wind out of the coat. Like I, really <laughs> I would have taken the coat, or that he smokes a lot, or that he was heavy <laughs> as a kid. I don't know. Yeah, or he was just like really allergic to stuff, and instead of getting them ep- him epipen, oh, they no. just him puffy. <laughs> That's terrible. Also, the American healthcare system is not great, so that feels a little too close to home. Uh, <laughs> All right. All right, that is it for our show. Thank you so much for joining us, everybody. We're going to be back again next week, Meat Suits. Next week, we're going to be talking about Thanksgiving and stuff. Yeah. So, what we're going to do next week, it's not really a topic. We're going to try our first ever no-topic friend check-in. Yep. So, we're... Because one of the things about the show is that it is one of the ways that we stay in touch because we are actually friends, but we don't get to hang out because we live in different parts of the um, bi-coastal bubble. And so... We're gonna have like a friend hangout time. We're gonna talk about a, we're gonna talk about a bunch of things. We'll definitely talk about a lot of media. We'll talk briefly about books and movies and stuff we've been reading and watching and TV outside of this. I think. Yeah. And we'll probably talk a little bit about how Thanksgiving went. And yeah, there's gonna be a lot of fun, fun friend stuff. So we're gonna try a no topic friend check in next week. Yep. It's gonna be good. Where yeah, I get to catch it. To recreate Smith and Dog. Snoop, Snoop and Martha. Dogs <laughs> dinner party. Yeah, basically. After Martha leaves, it's called Snoop and Dogs dinner uh, like solo potluck. And it's just him standing in this huge kitchen with two different counters going back and forth trying to drop potato chips on stuff, making his friends audience. come and bring him gifts. Thanks for coming to my potluck. I'll just eat this toilet paper roll you brought. Yeah. Um anyway, I'm super excited about that. I think it's going to be a fun time. Yeah. Um also, thank you so much to our m- new meat buddies who joined us this week. Cy- Cyrus Haskell, Sophia Wujic, Sarah Nolte, and Laura Worley, who we actually knew from college, which is very exciting to hear you. Yeah. Or to get an email from you, Laura. Thanks. 
and it's so nice that you've been yeah. stick, sticking around listening to us since for then for a while. Yeah, Go if blues. I knew any of the other of our new meet buddies from college, I've forgotten you is what that means. Also, ouch, uh, <laughs> we don't. Um, anyway, so thank you all for becoming meet buddies. I really appreciate it for joining the book club, and I look forward to hearing your thoughts on the novel. As I mentioned in the weekly weep this week, we're gonna also the next. So next week we're doing a Thanksgiving friend check in, and then the week after that. We are going to be recording an episode about the novel. We're going to do a whole podcast about Unwrap My Heart, and we will have Sarah Hathaway guesting. So it'll be super. It's going to be weird. Oh, man. I think it'll be fun. But what if you guys don't like something? Yeah. I don't know if I can handle this kind of criticism directed inward. This, <laughs> got, this is an outward-facing show. No, normally. I think we're going to talk a lot about process. This is the first time any of us have published a book or an yeah, audio no book. And so, like, yeah, I, I think there's a lot of fun stuff to talk about. Um, I'll, quick behind the scenes about the audiobook. I'm having to try to... I'm trying to edit around a lot of Sarah's dog making noise in the background. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds right. <laughs> He's got loud dog tags. Yeah. Anyway, so all that's coming up. Thank you again to the Meat Buddies. And thank you for being here at C.U. Ultra Smith. Uh-huh. At the Tanya Best. Zoink. Yep. And Colleen. Last name withheld. Thank you for being on the show. Anytime, guys. Yeah. Um, it, you said anytime, but you've been very busy. And we haven't been able to get you on for a while. But it's very fun to talk to you about shows <laughs> like this. Help me sound like that. What? <laughs> you, you had a baby. Readily accessible. I don't. Why do you want the hat? I don't know why we wanted it to sound like you're readily accessible. I. It's just exciting. You have. I'm just really, trying to feel accommodating. <laughs> you know, I am very busy. I barely have time for this. And you have a really cute <laughs> baby now who didn't like me. Alex has a weird idea of what indicators. Uh, imply that a baby likes him or not here's what also, happens this is like an my intense wife... time to bring that up alex i'm just my gonna... wife is holding her baby oh no i've brought it up to her before this is not news to her so this is, so this um, is even more fun is what you're saying my wife is holding her baby having a great time they're both enjoying it she's like here alex and the second the second your baby gets to me screams she doesn't like transitions <laughs> and that wait are you talking about the going... indoor outdoor lenses that are perfect, perfect sight in every light, light? <laughs> I don't think she'll like those either. No, she probably wouldn't. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, I just wanted to say that you have a really cute baby, and that that's why we haven't had you on as much recently. But it's but yeah, you have to be like a lot more selective with your, with your time and which shows you watch when you have a baby. So it's a struggle because <laughs> I really like watching so much TV of all all varieties of goodness. But well, one thing we've learned from Ezra is that soon you're going to be watching a lot of. Uh, new sesame street and we will have you back on to talk about kids shows someday is that happening and it's been happening we talked to him about new sesame Street. it was kind of fun okay cool well yeah i'll have to go back and listen to those i don't even know what babies watch anymore well you can talk to Ez. he's very busy he's got a kid anyway, okay. <laughs> anyway thanks so much for joining us uh well bye everybody we'll talk to you guys next week cool.